Okay, so today, something special with the Better Man 365 podcast. I'm sitting here with Joe Schlabach, who you know him from The Vault. Hello. Uh, you see Joe in all of our reels, which, by the way, great job that you're doing on Instagram. Tell, tell everybody where they can find all this content. Better Man 365 on Instagram, uh, and obviously BetterMan365.com for all of our social media uh, assets. Love to have you come check us out. And Obi, you make it so easy, you and all the talent I have to pull from to show our audience, the people that we've had to be able to bless us with their content. It's, it's phenomenal. The fact that we've got another event coming right around the corner here in September, uh, we keep pumping out these episodes, though, of the podcast to just kind of keep feeding you nutrients in between big events. So here, here we're going to talk to Chris from Cross the Crown, and he's a big influencer. You'll see him on Twitch, big for gaming, influencing sometimes millions at a time, and the way he speaks about Jesus, just so beautiful. But Joe, since this conversation, which was probably about a month ago, because, you know, we try to record these in advance, try to be prepared. But since then, he's had a huge blessing in his professional soccer career. He's back involved in professional soccer as a goalkeeper for the Mississippi Brilla. So excited for him in that venture. I didn't know his background as a soccer player and just his own testimony about his journey getting back into soccer. And as you say so well, Obi, when we talk about Chris Marish, the word that you bring up a lot from your interview with him is eloquent. This young man is just so winsome, so intelligent, and so eloquent in how he shares the gospel message with such a heart for these people he's speaking to. And as you said, reaching millions at times with his streaming gaming uh, platform on Twitch and YouTube and elsewhere, it's incredible. Yeah, so, and how interesting that he is a goalkeeper, right? You said goalkeeper. Yes. Right? Keeping the enemy from being able to score. Whoa, absolutely. That's big, that's big. All right, Chris from Cross the Crown, let's get into that podcast. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Free at last, free at last, thank God Almighty, we are free at last. Men, you better men. in the house. Better men, turn on the light. Because every single time light stands next to darkness, light always wins. I want to start this episode right off the gate just saying thank you so much to the leadership team at BME 365 as we gear up for our next big event in September with all of our special guests, which we will do episodes to release. Who's going to be on the lineup taking the stage and joining us for the Better Man 365? But again, in September, if you want to join us at the First Baptist Church of Orlando, that's where it's going to be. Uh, that's where it has been, where we can hold about 4,000 guys plus. And then, of course, it's globally broadcast. So if you want to be a part of that, if you want to be a host, meaning you create a space at home where you invite guys, whether it's guys from your poker group, guys from your church group, guys from work, you could have them all there. Families, families, even if you wanted your family to watch it, you could watch it from the comfort of your home. So we'll give you all those details there on the website if you want to jump in. But today's guest, Chris from, you got to spell it out, all one word if you're going to look them up. Cross, the number two, Crown Gaming. And that's how you can find them on TikTok, on Twitch. And we'll get into that interview right now. Dude, I've been able to watch a couple of your videos and your live streams and I'm with Chris. So thank you for saying yes to the Better Man 365 podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I, I've been, I don't know a lot of the Christian podcasts, never been someone to like kind of dive into all that stuff, but uh, I just really appreciate the opportunity to kind of share my story and what, what we're doing. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the Better Man brand, for those who are just checking in with us, because what's cool is that, uh, you know, we are global, so there could be somebody from Mexico who's listening, uh, you know, somebody from uh, New Mexico who's listening. (laughs) But nevertheless, the Better Man brand is meant to be this way to give guys a nutrition throughout the year of how to be a better man. And we realize that, you know, times are tough. And uh, if we could just throw little little supplements out there, almost like somebody who works out, you know, you need your creatine or your uh, amino acids, whatever it is, whatever nutrients or vitamins somebody takes, that's what the Better Man 365 podcast is for, leading to every event. And we just had Denzel Washington, Tim Tebow, people like uh, Emmett Smith, Evander Holyfield, just really great guests. But the podcast has afforded us an, a, a bigger spectrum of influencers and Chris, let, let's get to what you do for a living because there was a time where I thought that gaming was just gaming. And today, mm-hmm. gaming, you can actually be uh, a real player in the game. So let, let's talk about what you do for a living. Yeah, so I would classify myself as a content creator. So I do play video games. I specifically mainly play Call of Duty. I When I go on there a couple nights a week, I stream it and I go into random games with random people and I talk to them about, do they think God's real? Why, why not? Kind of get to know where they're at and why they believe that. Um, And then out of those conversations, my hope is that I get to share with them a little bit of my faith of who I am and who Jesus is and what he's done for me and how to, uh, how we can love that good news. And it's, and it's not bad news and, and giving our lives to Christ isn't something that we do. Oh, we have to do it, but rather, oh, we get to do it out of the grace of God. Um, so I do that. Uh, but the reason I, I stream that and I play video games, uh, but my hope is to build up people who, uh, build up people who are Christians, whether that's young Christians, older Christians, uh, people who are not seasoned in the faith and just, you know, gave their life to Christ yesterday or people who have been following Jesus for 25 years, just building them up, encouraging them, um, and hopefully leading them and and pushing them in a way to live a life that follows Jesus, uh, and and how to do that. So how cool, man, how cool to be a content creator slash influencer slash, uh, you know, really web star, um, and to use this platform for something so cool, where, where did, where did this passion come from? Were your parents, uh, 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 you know, were they pastors? Did they take you to church? Uh, what, what was your history? How did, how did you get here? Yeah. So I'm, I'm from what I would call a moral Christian home. So what I mean by that is we were Christians. We went to church on Sunday, stuff like that, but we never talked about the gospel. We never talked about sin and we never talked about our need for Jesus. Whoa. It was just kind of something that we just went to church on Sunday. We really, we prayed before dinner, but like, we didn't really talk about those things, like those, those deep, heavy things that needed to be talked about. And when I went to college, uh, you know, God, there was a moment where I, I, I play soccer. Um, there was a moment where I got hurt and, uh, it was like, Hey God, I either, I, well, really what I was saying is I want to do drugs. I want to hook up with girls. I want to get drunk. I want to do all these things that will make me suppress this pain. Right. And in this time, right. I would say I was a Christian. I was following Jesus. I was trying to pursue it. Right. Um, but it was this, like, it was like this moment where everyone has their come to Jesus moment, their first come to Jesus moment. And I think everyone also has a second come to Jesus moment where like they are introduced to the faith and they'd say they're Christian. And then they're like, 
okay, now it's time for me to really take this seriously. Right. Uh, and this was my second come to Jesus moment of, okay, it's either I'm going to chase after the things of the world, or I got a metaphorical tap on the shoulder from the Holy spirit saying, Hey, what about me though? And I'm like, that's so true. What about you? Uh, so from that moment, I called, uh, I called my area director from a ministry called young life, um, in my hometown. And I was like, Hey, I'm thinking about dropping out of school. Can I come and work at Young Life for the semester? And she's like, absolutely. So I dropped out of school, started uh, started to be in Young Life uh, and work in Young Life for a special needs ministry called Capernaum, um, where I just, I had this passion for teaching others, uh, specifically people with special needs about who Jesus is and what he's done for us. Um, but during this time, I was discipled for the very first time in my life by a man named David. He took me under his wing. He taught me what the gospel actually was and how to live it out and how to be passionate about and why to be passionate about it and sharing it with others. Uh, So from there, um, there was this like new fire, this new building up to really pursue Jesus for a purpose, not for, for a purpose outside of just myself to letting others know about who he is and what he's done for us. So when I was about, um, probably about a little bit over a year ago to a little bit over a year ago, I was doing a Bible study with some of my closest friends from around the world. COVID threw us into shambles. All of us were like, Hey, we're not following Jesus. Well, we're not being uh, consistent in the word. Let's start reading our Bibles together once a week. Uh, so we started doing zoom Bible studies as some of the closest friends, uh, that I've had. And then they started inviting their friends. Um, after one of these Bible studies, you know how men are, they just like to hang around, uh, and just like talk about whatever it is afterwards, after Bible study. And we were talking about, we are talking about how there was this guy who did something similar, but we thought he lacked a lot of grace and gentleness in sharing the gospel with random people through playing video games. And they're like, Oh, Chris, you should do this. You like, you would absolutely love to do this. And I'm like, guys, guys, like, I don't have a PC. I can't do this stuff like that. But they were always like kind of pushing me, even as a joke to kind of do this. Right. And my dad, uh, probably about two months earlier said, Hey, Chris, like you should start a podcast. You're really knowledgeable for your age. And I think it'd be a wonderful way to share your passion with others. And I was like, I was like, yeah, okay. Like I brushed it to the side. Right. But then, um, last year, uh, I was playing professional soccer and when you play professional soccer, you have a lot of downtime in the afternoons. I found myself playing a lot of video games as a Christian. I'm convicted that in everything we should do, we should do it for the glory of God. Uh, whether we eat or whether we drink, we do it for the glory of God. So my question to myself in that time is if I'm playing video games this much, my question is why? And whenever I asked myself that question, it was all for Chris and Chris's benefit and Chris's comfort. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to continue to play video games, whether I like it or not. So how do I do that to the glory of God? Well, let's go share Jesus with people through it. Um, so I started doing that. I posted a clip to TikTok. And after the second clip I posted to TikTok, it got over 190,000 views. And from there, I started to God blessed me with a community of people <laughs> with uh, God blessed me with a community of people that likes playing video games but loves talking about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wow! 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 Okay, so so let's talk about your influence impact. How many millions are we talking about? Because I could throw out the number seven million, but but what what numbers are we are we dealing with that you know about? So the number, the most recent number that I've looked at um, was that in the last in the last six months over 5 million people have been encountered with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, 
And that's just with one specific genre of videos uh, from other genres, right? Whether that's educational, discipleship, or um, testimony videos, those are probably around the same number of 5 million. So we've probably had somewhere close to 10 million interactions. Um, but the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ has been, uh, proclaimed at least 5 million times now, which is praise God. Only he can do such a thing. Amen, bro. Amen. My, my hairs are standing because you know, there, there's some fun stuff. Okay. So, so first let, let me just bring it back to the listener who's listening to the podcast right now. Even if you're somebody who's never stepped foot in a church and we say that all the time with the better man podcast, you could be somebody who you, 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 you hate the idea of religion because of how strict it, it, your parents were or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is. What's cool is that here you have a guy who's taken his platform and, you know, even in, in the Bible, it's, you know, Jesus says something that I, I thought was very hard to understand where he says, you know, you'll do something, you'll, you'll do more than what I, what I was able to do here. Mm-hmm. And here you are, 5 million people. I mean, Jesus feeds the 5,000. There's so many people who have been reached by the gospel, but that's why... That's why, you know, you said this earlier that you were you were kind of metaphorically tapped on the shoulder by the Holy Spirit. And it's mm-hmm. that power that can reach beyond what us as humans can do. So, dude, I, I applaud you, man. Like, I'm so inspired by the fact that all these people have have come into contact with what it, okay, so you could you could be a super fan of Marvel, but like mm-hmm. being a super fan of Jesus, like that's probably the most important thing that you could ever wrestle with in your brain is is he real? And look at the numbers. The you know that if you were talking about, I'm trying to think of uh, of, of some celebrity. I mean, even you know, God rest his soul, Kobe Bryant. But I, you know, you wouldn't be able to to generate that kind of excitement. But you talk about Jesus, and that there's something magical that happens. So, yeah. dude, I, I I appreciate you being bold enough because it's people like you who inspire somebody else right now who's listening, who may say, "Wow, I never I never thought about being bold like that. Like that's bold. That's almost get yeah. you in trouble." Bold. Yeah. And I think, so there's a lot of people that go like, wow, you've inspired me to share the, share the gospel with others like boldly. And I'm like, I love it. Right. At the same time, I was reading, uh, I was reading John yesterday and I forget exactly why, but the thought in my mind, um, led or no, it was acts today. Actually, I was reading acts chapter five today. And in this thought in my mind of, uh, it was actually Acts chapter six that we as Christians we are all called to different roles and responsibilities in the church, right? There are some who God calls to be the bold, right? But then there's those who are called to equip the bold, or those called to build up the bold, right? Um, and where are we all in this in this story? I don't know. Do each one of us have different responsibilities that may on the outside look like a bigger scale than others? Sure. But do I think that's true? Not necessarily. I think that the person who builds up the bold is just as important, if not more important than the one who is bold. Um, So for anyone kind of like struggling or wrestling with, I don't know where God has me because I don't have this type of boldness. That's okay. One, I'd I'd encourage you to pray for that type of boldness, right? Because we're called to go and make disciples. But at the same time, pray to have God open those doors of like, Hey, where can I maybe equip the bold or maybe how can I build up someone who could be bold one day? Um, wow. or how could I just equip or build up my neighbor? That's right next wow. to me. Right. Um, because that's something that I enc- encounter a lot as people are like, Hey, like I want to go and share Jesus with my, with random people on video games or whatever. I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. Right. But my first encouragement to people is make sure that your family knows the good news of Jesus and make sure your friends know your, the good news of Jesus and make sure your neighbors know the good news <laughs> of Jesus because those are the people we have the most amount of impact on today. 
Brother, you you roll this out so beautifully, man. I, I love it. And and I'm glad that you brought up this point because I know that we're talking about your influence and, and your realm of influence. And and you're right. Back to what you said. That is your realm of influence. There may be somebody who's listening right now that maybe your realm of influence is one. And that uh, one and that one person is just as important. So uh, back to Chris's encouragement, be encouraged with whatever it is. If you're a mailman, that's your, that's your area. That's your space Amen. to be an influence around the people that you're around. If you're a student, Amen. those other students that you go to class with, that's your influence. So I, I, I appreciate this. Okay, so, so let's get back to dad because dad gave you some encouragement, which is interesting mm-hmm. because me as a dad, uh, Chris, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. There are times where my son will watch people like you, you know, and he's all mm-hmm. into it. And he says he wants to be somebody like you. And mm-hmm. in my head, I'm still in that old school frame where I'm like, oh, there's no, you can't make money in video games unless, of course, you know, you're one of the top, whatever, whatever, you know, there's no money. Yeah. But here you are, you're able to kind of, kind of change that up. And your dad was able to see that. So what was that like for your dad to be able to recognize that? Yeah, I, so I'll be honest, my dad, he's not, the, and he's not going to be, he wouldn't be someone that would disagree with this. Growing up, he wasn't the best dad. He didn't show up for me and my siblings all the time. Wow. Uh, there was there was times where he missed out on a lot of things. He also showed up a lot. Like his my grandfather never missed one of his basketball games, even if he just sat on the bench. Right. Um, my dad never missed one of my soccer games if he could be there. Right. Um, so there were places where my dad was an incredible father. And then there's a lot of places where my dad missed. Um, but over the last couple of years, uh, I'd say over the last 10 years, he's really been working at being the best dad by the grace of God that he could possibly be. Um, and the thing that he does better than anyone I've ever met um, is just support us in whatever our dreams are. Um, and he's the one who saw that he he's the one by the grace of God. I think that my dad has been impacted by my faith uh, a lot because we've started to have these conversations in the household uh, about the gospel, about the good news of Jesus consistently and regularly. Um, and this is all by the grace of God, not of any works of myself. Um, and I still remember about two Thanksgivings ago uh, at his work, they asked, okay, what are you thankful for? And he goes, yeah, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for, uh, I'm thankful for the things I have in this world. Right. But what I'm really thankful for is Jesus Christ who died on the cross so that I could have a relationship with God. And it's like, <laughs> oh, wow. I remember seeing that with my mom and we're like, wait, did that just come out of dad's mouth? Right. Um, and that was a huge heart change for me. Cause like before that I would never know if my dad was saved. Right. I would think that he was, but like, I didn't have confidence in that. And then seeing my dad be bold in that small sort of way was super encouraging. So my dad, when it comes to whatever it's been in my life, whether that's professional soccer or playing video games to the glory of God, he's just said, Hey, go for it. And the cool thing is, is my dad and my parents, uh, nobody knows this. this is actually the first time I ever shared this is my parents are the one who invested into my first PC for me to start doing this. They're the wow. ones who said, Hey, we'll give you, we'll give you the money to be able to do this, but there's two conditions. One, you got to do it to the glory of God. And two, you got to do this, uh, or two, you got to finish your degree. Uh, I still had two <laughs> classes left, um, to finish my degree, which I did complete. Um, and I did hold, hold up my end of the bargain, but I think they're even surprised on the way that God's moved. All of us are surprised in the way God's moved through this whole thing. Man, so good. So good. I, I appreciate that story. You know, uh, even to dial it back to, you know, and, and what's great about that story too, you know, and and for you being so honest, there's a dad who's listening right now who may be contemplating, man, am I 
am I there for my kid? Like, maybe I need to be there for my kid. Or or uh, somebody who says, yeah, well, my dad wasn't there for me either. Uh, but look at Chris's story. So, you know, it, it, God will take those bad moments and he'll flip them for good. Amen uh, to that. You got you to gotta have the right uh, uh, filters on those. So this way you can see, see those open doors. Yeah. But, um, okay, so let's get back to this guy, David. You said that you had a guy disciple you like nobody ever. And mm-hmm. how important is a David in anyone's life? I think it's incredibly important. If we think that we can walk in this Christian, if we want to follow Jesus, right. And we think we can do it our own. We're going to fail miserably. Um, I think that we're going to start to stumble over ourselves, stumble over sin and get caught into valleys where we don't find a way out. Um, But the amazing thing of having someone like David in my life is he's only a couple years older than me. Right. But he's just walked a couple steps ahead of me in this journey called life in this journey of following Jesus. Right. And he's been able to point to me like, Hey, there's that pothole right there. Watch your step. Um, Hey, here's something that I learned in this part of my life that I want to encourage and build you up with. Um, And I think if you don't have a David in your life, search for one. If at the same time, if you can be a David in someone's life, wow! be someone, right? Um, I have, I have one, he, he has this vision, this dream, right. Of discipling the people like, Hey, I want to make this huge impact in this world. Right. He said, I want to make one simple impact and that's discipling 12 people. Right. Because if those 12 people go on to disciple 12 people, then that's 144 people and over <laughs> in just two generations, you're over a thousand people wow. in like six generations. You're over a million people discipled, right. On a one-on-one basis. Right. So this is my, I, I've adopted this of like, Hey, my hope is to disciple just 12 people in my life, whether that's my kids, uh, whether that's my nephews, whether that's friends, whatever it is, people I encounter at church, sports, whatever it is. My hope in this world, no matter how many big number influences that, that God blesses me, the ability to reach, right? My hope is to intimately, personally disciple 12 people in my wow. life. And within six, within six generations, we're talking over millions of people being discipled. Yeah, and you know what? You're you're already doing it. I mean, whether you have these one-on-ones with with actual individual people, or like I've seen some of your streams where uh, there was a stream where the uh, a guy was talking about how his dad had cancer, or uh, or all these different things that 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 people bring up. You know, the words that come out of your mouth, and I know that they're Holy Spirit inspired. I know that they're Holy Spirit weighted because they're so beautiful that you know, for somebody who's listening, who's like, what what the heck are you guys talking about? Holy Spirit weighted. There's stuff that you say, Chris that it's the right thing to be said at the right time, that it's almost like a medicine to the person who's listening. And that's what I mean by that is that it's something I, I can't say it. You can't Amen. really say it. It's something that's Amen. powered. And uh, dude, I, I appreciate the way that you're saying this. I appreciate the way that you're rolling everything out because it, it really is beautiful the way that you're saying it. You know, those, those individual people, here's the biggest thing with a, with a discipleship one-on-one is you got to make the time. Yeah. And uh and you're saying 12 people and over time that 12 it it, it really is an, an awesome investment. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Amen to that. Well, dude, uh, okay, so what's for the future because we just talked about the present. We got to hit mm-hmm. a little bit of your past. What's for the future? What do you see happening for yourself in the future? I mean, I, I mean, we've got we're kingdom orientated, so at least at least we yeah. know that that the kingdom is is the the goal. But for yeah. you, is it is it more pro sports? Is it more gaming? What what is it? Yeah, for right now, uh, God has 
cracked open a door to keep me from uh, being able to potentially play professional soccer in the future. Okay. Uh, it was a completely God cracked open this door type of situation. So I said, hey, I'm going to walk through this door um, and pursue it to the most that God's given me the ability to. So this summer, I'll be in Mississippi playing for basically like a semi-professional team um, that will hopefully give me opportunities again to play professional soccer if that doesn't happen uh to god be the glory still and right now what i am currently trying to do with this streaming whole thing is try to grow the i don't know if influence is the right word but grow the the platforms in which we are reaching people so we've reached a decent amount of people on twitch we've reached more than the more amount of people that I could ever expect on TikTok, um, the next big sphere that I'm trying to walk into is YouTube. Um, it's one, probably the most consistent from a longevity standpoint. Um, and then also it's just something for anyone to really want to do this for a career and stuff like that. Then this is kind of the next space. And my hope and my the kind of vision, uh, if God wills, is that this cross to crown wouldn't just be about me. I wouldn't just be the face um, that over the next 10, 15 years that this would almost come come into or be like an organization type thing. Something like the Gospel Coalition or Desiring God or um, Legionnaire, like all these amazing ministries that yeah. pour into people, right? That's my hope is that God would provide that this would be a place where we could employ people to do things that they love to do content creation, right. At a really high level, all to the glory of God, because there's so many people out there that are gifted with amazing skills to edit videos and create these absolutely entertaining videos, but they're doing it. And I hate to say it for no purpose, right. From an eternal standpoint, it's, it's not worth it. Right. Um, it's like eating tree bark. Like what good does that? <laughs> um, and like my hope is to be able to give these people this opportunity to create eternally impactful content that builds people up. And that's not just, it's not useless. Right. Um, so that's kind of like the five, 10, 15 year vision is to be able to create this into something where, it is all about the glory of God every single day um, and, it, and letting people use the gifts that they've been given um, to, to be able to play a part in that. Wow, man. I, I, I love it, dude. I, you know what? This has been such a rich conversation just because I haven't had to do much. You're sitting here, you're, you're spreading the word in such a beautiful way and in, in such a, a real way. Um, you know, because we're not talking about hokey pokey, you know, living. Like when, when you say... Uh, you know, to people who are video, video editors and whatnot and content creators and they're creating for, for the today, mm -hmm. you know, all that's fun and all that's entertaining. But when you speak of the eternal, like, I, I wish people just could take a moment just to investigate, investigate. What, what does he mean by eternal? You know, you could do a Colgate commercial today and it's fun for a month. You did a really good job with a Colgate commercial today. But yeah. uh, but a project that's focused on Jesus and focused on bringing somebody to Jesus that could change somebody's somebody's family tree. You're talking yeah. about somebody who could have been a drug addict or somebody who was a a a, a, a I don't know a, a physical abuser or something like that. Who they get a little taste of Jesus and it changes their whole trajectory, which then changes their Remember family that. tree. 
Amen to that. Um, so, so again, the the content that you wish to create over the next ten years, and and dude, let, let's pray that it happens even quicker than that, because um, you you've been trusted with a really cool platform, and the way that you're stewarding it, I think is beautiful, and I think it's so appropriate. And man, I'm just I'm just so proud of you, bro. I I don't even know you, but from this conversation, and I'm just I'm just so proud of you. It's almost like watching another warrior in battle and being like, dude, that dude, it, he knows what he's doing. So good stuff, man. I appreciate it. All glory to God. I, I try to like, people say it all the time. I, even before this whole thing started, like my parents would praise me in the little things. And I'm like, guys, I, it's all the work of the Holy spirit without God's grace. I wouldn't be able to do any of this all the glory to God. So I know. And, and I, and I hear your humility. (laughs) I hear your humbleness. And I think that which what makes it even more attractive is that you, you and I both know that we're just chess. We're just chess pieces in this big game that the master chess players moving from point A to point. Almost B. like broken chess pieces too. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah, dude, uh, you're you're great, man. Can can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold enough to say we would love to have you back on the Better Man 365 podcast. Um, as we do these podcasts, we have so many beautiful guests from. Uh, you know, authors that are best New York Times bestsellers. And what's mm-hmm. great is that the, these, I call these introductory uh, introduction podcasts, you know, people getting mm-hmm. to know you guys, getting to know our friendship and relationship. But in the future, I would love to come with you with themed themed discussions that we could talk about. You know, for instance, you know, you said your, your number one game was Call of Duty. Um, mm-hmm. I would love, you know, maybe one day we just have a themed conversation about what you think are the best tips and the best assets to acquire, uh, all that stuff. So, so yeah. I hope I hope you would say yes in the future. Absolutely. And I know I'm putting you on the spot with saying that. <laughs> <laughs> if I say no, can I can I actually <laughs> say no right now? But no, absolutely, no. absolutely. You're the best, brother. You got it going on, man. I can't wait for people to watch this as well as they listen to the podcast. You got a great look about you. You got a great the the way that you communicate. Just God has gifted you, and you've got the humility to to put the stamp of seal of approval that it is from Him. So so thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Very much so. Yeah, and we'll have you on again here soon. Chris, if, if there's any way that people can get merch or find out how to follow your stream, how, where can we push them to? Yeah, so the two links that I have with my link tree, right, is my TikTok, which is Cross the Crown Gaming. If you look up Cross the Crown Gaming, I believe just one word on TikTok, you can find all my links there, uh, socials, um, financial support, uh, merch, all this stuff, right? Same on my Instagram, Cross the Crown Gaming, um, Twitch, Cross the Crown, and then YouTube, Cross the Crown Gaming. So, yeah. Good deal, bro. You're worth supporting, man. Thank you again for the time. I appreciate it. All right, brother. So cool. Love a guy like that who's using his platform and being so bold with it. And then, of course, speaks of it with such beauty. So, Chris of Cross the Crown Gaming. That's how you can discover him. And again, uh, I want to thank personally the Better Man 365 leadership team. I want to thank them so much because we've got another event coming up in September. This gives you an opportunity to be a part of it there at First Baptist Church of Orlando here in Orlando, Florida, or to host from your home, creating a space for guys to kind of get together, watch the event, and you never know what happens from there. The bonds that come from that, the lives that are moved to change or to get better. I mean, all cool and we all get to play a part. You know, just like what Chris said in this interview, we all play a part. All of us have our spheres of influence. We got to be cool with that. And you know what? Take ownership of it because that's where God's got you. So again, my name's Obi, and if you want to discover anything about Better Man, just check us out on the website, and don't forget about the big event happening in September. We want to see you there. 
we want to actually it's one thing for you to listen to the podcast but for us to get our hands and shake and fist bump and all that stuff let's do it it's the better man 365 i'll see you on the next one